Dr. Mike here. We lose around eight to 10% of our muscle mass per decade starting in our 40s. The result, frailty and disease. You're listening to Live Foreverish, a show dedicated to helping you live just a little longer. Here's your host, Dr. Mike. My guest is Dr. Christopher Moore. He has a PhD in exercise physiology, and he's a registered dietitian. Dr. Moore was the consulting sports nutritionist for the Cincinnati Bengals and has consulted with WWE athletes, and his expertise has offered him the opportunity to speak at the White House, the CIA, and to audiences in over 10 countries in almost, almost all 50 states. Dr. Moore, welcome to the show. Oh, great to be here. I appreciate you having me. Kind of curious what you were doing at the CIA. Well, I don't know if I could tell you that, to be honest. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was, that was a really interesting opportunity. And actually, we were talking to a lot of the, the agents um, about, about wellness, actually, well-being, nutrition, nice. how, to, how to manage their energy, and so on. Because um, if anyone needs to do it, it's probably the folks in the CIA. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. Wow, so, what yeah. an experience I'm sure that was. So we're going to talk about um, muscle mass. And, I, I, you know, I know you heard my teaser there. Uh, I think it surprises a lot of men to, to realize the amount of muscle mass that we lose starting in our 40s. You know, I think um, one study, Dr. Moore, showed that by the time we hit 70, we have lost maybe 40, 50 percent even all uh, of our muscle mass. So this is a, a significant problem, um, and I know it's important for men uh, to maintain muscle mass. Can you maybe, you know, in your in your line of work, you you know, you're a, you're a doctor in, in exercise physiology. How important is maintaining muscle mass? And if we don't, what are some of those consequences? Yeah, yeah, such a great question. And you know, of course, the immediate thought of, of muscle mass is the aesthetic piece of it. Um, but there, there's so much more than that. And it's really, um, you know, very, very simply, it helps us get around. It helps us in terms of as we age, our balance, um, our activities of daily living, like the simple act of walking up and down the stairs, getting up and down off the ground with my kids or grandkids, and, uh, and then functions like that that, are, that that can be impaired as we start to lose muscle mass. And, of course, yeah. we never think it's going to happen to us. Um, we always think we're going to be okay, but like you mentioned, that, that muscle mass can accelerate. The loss can accelerate pretty quickly as we age if we don't do something about it. Yeah. Um, so fortunately, there are things we can do about it. I don't want to, you know, want to sound like doom and gloom as soon as we hit that, you know, that fourth <laughs> decade of our life. It's going all downhill. Yeah. Um, but that, and that's what's important, that there yeah. are things we can do about it to make sure we drastically slow that loss. Yeah, I, you know, I, I got to tell you, it's like for me, um, one thing that motivates me um, with some of the exercises I do, and we're going to get into that because I definitely want to hear your opinion about some of the best exercises and stuff, but one of the things that, or one of the things that motivate motivates me, uh, Dr. Moore, is I don't want to be that old man that can't get himself out of a chair. You know, right. or that can't, you know, can't sit down on the floor and not be able to get back up. A hundred percent. Yeah. That scares yeah. me. I don't, I don't want to be that weak. Right. And I think, right. you know, and, and it happens to a lot of us in this country um, and it doesn't need to be right. So I know that you do a lot of things to maintain your muscle mass. Tell us some, what are some of the best exercises we can do? Yeah. Yeah. Great question. And again, that, that scares me too. And I've, I've seen it with my grandpa and I'm actually now starting to see it with my own dad. 
Um, so I want to do everything I can to, per, to prevent that from happening. And some, some of the best exercises we can do in, in general as a whole, um, I'll say, first of all, more than just specific exercises is a type of exercise, and that's making sure we are doing resistance training. Ah, yeah. um, I cannot stress that enough. Aerobic exercise is, of course, fantastic for so many reasons, but resistance training, weight training, is, is the type of exercise that will help slow that muscle mass loss. Um, so that being said, when we think about um, resistance training, one, we first want to make sure that we're challenging our body. And I hear from so many people that they get intimidated by the weights. They don't want to lift weights. and They don't want to get too big or too muscular. I wish it were that easy. I've been trying for about 30 years now. <laughs> um, but trust me, and, and you, you know this, it's not, it's not easy to put on right, muscle right. mass um, for men, um, especially as we age. But you need to challenge your body, of course, safely. But exercises that, that, you know, within assuming no limitations or so on, you know, full-body type exercises, things like, um, like, like push-ups, like squats, yeah. like deadlifts, exercises along those lines. Um, again, there's others, but just like big full body type movements that engage a lot of ex- uh, a lot of muscle mass are ones we want to really think yeah. about and focus Do- on when we're in the gym. Doctor Moore, so I I use resistant bands. What do you think about those? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's funny you say that. I have one sitting next to me right now. <laughs> um, I think I think those are great, especially for those who are on the go and travel. And you know, I said those those names of those exercises, but. One, that might not mean anything to some people. And two, you may not belong to a gym or want to go to a gym or are intimidated. Resistance bands are great because they're portable. Yeah. Um, they can give you a great exercise as well. So when I talk to a lot of executives who are on the go all the time, who are in the office for 10, 12 hours a day, these are a perfect opportunity to get some movement in, en- engage your muscles by, by giving them some tension and resistance. Yeah. Um, and then again, they're also great for travel. So... You know, when you're in a hotel in the middle of nowhere, you can still exercise with uh, with those. Yeah, I, I got it. See, for me, I I hate the gym. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm just not. Yeah, I, for me, it feels like if I have to go to a gym, it feels like another job, and I already have a yep. a busy job. So I prefer to do things at home. The resistant bands uh, don't take up a lot of room. Pretty easy to use. So that's kind of why I I use them. And and I've had some 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 pretty good. Uh, results, but for me, I, yeah, I'm one of the. I'm just not going to go to the gym. I, I got. I don't. I don't need that. I, I want to go home and and and, and yeah. be with my dog and do my exercises there. Yeah. Let me. Um. Do you have in your workout regimen and, and what you teach? Is there a is there a better time during the day for us to work out? Is it is it better in the morning? Is it better in the evening? What do you think? You know, I, I think the, the best time to work out is, of course, the one you'll do. Um, <laughs> and that true. sounds Good point. That, that, that you know that sounds silly, but at the end of the day, if I was to say if you don't exercise at five a.m., you won't get results. Well, maybe that doesn't work for you. Right. Um, now that being said, if you do have the flexibility, morning exercise. Then, then I've seen a couple studies now to show if you exercise in the morning, it's more likely to become a habit and make it and make it work for you. Yeah. And the reason is because. Life doesn't get in the way. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you get home from work at night, you're tired, you're, like you said, you exactly. want to go out with your dog, you, maybe you have kids, you want to play with kids, you want to, whatever, just veg out. And, and going to the gym or exercising is often pushed on the back burner. Um, 
So that is that, that doc, case, Dr. Moore. That is that is so me who you're describing right now. <laughs> I, I tried. I, I you know morning. Listen, I, I work out in the morning now, and I've gotten used to it, and I really like it. But I, I really at first didn't. I don't know. It was hard to get going. So I thought, well, let me do afternoon stuff when I get home from work. And I found that I probably missed about half of my workouts because yeah. I just didn't want, want to. Yeah, I didn't. I was tired and I, you know, I felt like I already did enough for the day. <laughs> I just didn't right. want to. So for me, yeah, it's, no, no, for totally. me, it's the morning. Yep. And, and I'm on the same way. I mean, I'm up one of uh, between my wife and I, we one person exercises for, you know, the first part of the, the morning. And then when the kids get up, we trade off. Um, and we do have a little gym in our house, so we did, we have the flexibility there. But um, but even still, when we didn't, we would go to a gym, or we would do that same trade-off and, and make it work. Yeah. Um, now, again, because life life really can't get in the way. There's not much going on. It does take some getting used to if you're not a morning person, um, and then that's a whole different discussion. But that probably means when we think about exercising in the morning, you might need to scale back your sleep in the night the night before. Yeah. Um, so, you know, hanging out and watching Netflix until <laughs> midnight or 1 a.m., probably not conducive to a great early morning exercise. So, sometimes we got to make tough decisions, Dr. Moore, right? <laughs> it, 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 it's tough. I hear you. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I want to I want to I want to move the conversation now uh, to protein, specifically, you know, protein supplements. Uh, there's a lot of choices out there, you know, lots of people, you know, wanting to know, is there a good pre-workout protein or should I focus on post-workout protein or so what's your opinion about all of that, and, and, and is it necessary to supplement with protein? Yeah, for sure. Great, great question. And I think this goes hand-in-hand hand with the exercise piece to it, because once you stimulate that, extra, that muscle with the training, then you need to fuel it with protein. And um, that's been a debate for a long time. And, you know, should I, exer- or should I supplement with protein after a workout, before a workout, during a workout? And there, there's lots of different protein supplements, of course, you know that, and Lots of lots of different choices. Um, well, I will say a lot of the data continues to show that um, you know whey protein out of the options, whey protein is particularly high in one of the really important amino acids called leucine. Mm-hmm. And leucine is important because it seems to stimulate something called protein synthesis. In other words, protein synthesis over time, when stimulated, can help with that muscle gain that we discussed. Now. Whey protein, of course, is not the only solution. Um, if maybe you don't drink or don't want to have animal products and you want plant-based protein. There's other options, um, but I know that But a lot of that data shows that whey protein is great. Again, if you don't eat dairy or, or whey, yeah. then there are other options yeah. well, as well. Um, and then in terms of timing, there you, you want to get – typically you want to get some kind of protein in before exercise, especially if you're exercising in the morning. Um, so if you wake up first thing in the morning, you haven't eaten all night, and therefore your, your muscles or your body's going to be looking to, for some energy, and very often it's going to be, would love some of those amino acids and some protein to help um, so you actually can build muscle uh, yeah. during your exercise, and then versus breaking it down, and then it's looking to pull that those amino acids from somewhere. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. So now when you say before exercise, is that 30 minutes, an hour? What's the time frame there? Well, again, the challenge with that is the answer I always give with nutrition is it depends. Um, (laughs) If you exercise at 5 5 a.m., you're probably not going to wake up at 4 to, you know, have your protein shake and then stare at a clock for an hour until you start your gym session. 
So, so if you're if that's you, if you're a morning exercise person like me, what I actually do is I'll, I'll put a scoop of protein powder in a shaker bottle and I'll sip that throughout my workout. Ah, um, okay. So I, I, I wouldn't get tremendously caught up with the t- thirty minutes, sixty minutes, or you know five minutes. Um, you want to make sure that you do have some kind of protein to to work to use during your workout. Um, so then when you're exercising, like I said, of course you're you're ultimately breaking down muscle but then you have that, that stimulus, for lack of a better term, to help fuel that muscle, to help it repair and recover. Right. Well, that's fantastic. What's some what great information that you, you've covered with us today, Dr. Moore. You know, in summary, what would you like the audience to know about muscle mass? You know, I think you, you started off very well talking about how we start breaking down muscle very quickly, starting in that kind of that, that fourth, even potentially slightly earlier decade of our life. And if we don't do something about it, unfortunately, it's a pretty fast, slippery slope. Um, don't want to be doom and gloom because there's fortunately a lot we could do about it. Making sure your resistance training, whether it's resistance bands in the gym, weights, somehow stimulating that muscle. Um, and then also making sure you're repairing, recovering, and fueling uh, with protein, among other no- nutrients. Um, but that's, that's the two important pieces. Again, it can become from that slippery slope. And once you're down that slippery slope, it's harder to get back. So the best time to start exercising was, you know, 10 years ago. But if it wasn't then, it's now. Gotcha. Yeah, that's fantastic advice. Dr. Moore, thank you for coming on the show today. You're listening to Live Foreverish for a discount price of Life Extensions Protein Mix and more podcasts. Please visit liveforeverish.com slash muscle. That's liveforeverish.com slash muscle. I'm Dr. Mike. Thanks for listening.